Welcome to your favorite sports drama podcast, The Double Dose, the drama of sports. I'm Nathan, and every week, my co-host and girlfriend Rachel and I discuss all things in the sports drama universe. Sprinkled in with pop culture, we cover topics from Bravo to Brady and everything in between. So keep listening to find out more. Cheers! Jake DeBrusque episode of your favorite sports drama podcast, Double Dose. I'm Nathan, and sitting over here to my right, as always, is Miss Rachel Rooney Eden. Rachel, how is you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How is you? Battling through adversity. Yes, we are battling through adversity. Say the least. Battling through adversity. Do you want to do you want to touch on your adversity? I am dealing with a serious case of a stomach bug or <laughs> food poisoning. We'll get into it. Uh, I I will make sure to complain about it plenty. Um, but first, I just want to focus on you. How are you? How are you? Oh yeah, I'm doing fabulous over here. I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm 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 excited that we're recording. Like I I miss you. I feel like we haven't recorded in so long. Like sometimes like the week, it's like damn, we haven't picked up the mics in a week. I know. Seriously, we were supposed to record yesterday, but once again, adversity have struck, and we exactly. couldn't battle through it last night. And I the was thing is, literally is that, in a fetal position on the couch. Like if. The like truly the thing is like I don't even think anyone would have wanted to hear it because they wouldn't even heard our voices like I think it would have been like sheer pain you mm-hmm. know and like no one wants to hear that no I do have specific sounds from the occurrences that have been taking place <laughs> with my stomach um, if oh you want those God. just hit me up and I will share that soundtrack with you um, share with my mom and my grandma today no you didn't they were dying laughing. no you didn't yeah. no you didn't yeah they were laughing oh my god I'm sure they're probably like what is wrong with this kid <laughs> that's amazing but Jake DeBrusque that is our episode man today episode 74 uh, he's a hockey player right DeBrusque yep. yep I know in the Bruins yep um that's all I know yeah can tell you what like if he's a blondie brunette if he is like what he is, he scored I don't the know. winning goal when we went to the uh, outdoor game, the winter classic last year. I mean, on a broken leg. Wow, on a broken leg. Yeah, he broke his leg like the game before, but like just battled through. I, feel like so I remember he, this. He really wanted to play in that game. He broke his leg and he's out here struggling. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here in a fetal position because I have a stomach bug. Meanwhile, these really golfers over there at the waste management we'll are get, complaining. Yeah, well, the golfers had another reason to complain, very similar to the reason I'm complaining. We'll get to that in a bit. Okay, okay, um, okay. Stomach issues. It comes full, it called, everything comes full circle. Yeah, okay. As let's, always. All right, awesome. Uh, but first, before we get into topics, uh, we're famous. Yeah, I mean, it's very, right. So it's just like, if anyone wants, obviously, our autograph, if they want, you know, if they want us, like, talk like about the experience of like being so famous like they like we're here we're here to listen like we'll literally obviously like talk you guys through it like just exactly like how it feels you right. know what I mean like it just it just it's really difficult it like it's just like ba- like like you said like we're just constantly battling it's like paparazzi probably are gonna show up at our door any moment like we have to be ready we have to be on all of the time right, right and this is what it's this is why we always have to look cute be cute think cute you always got to be looking cute because it's like you never know when you're famous like we are now like what's gonna happen would you like to explain for the people that have not seen or heard 
impossible if you have it. No, already. truly, because I mean, if it if we didn't even share it enough, like I'm sure, like all of the news sources did. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love I would love to take it away. So <laughs> picture this: it's Saturday night. No, it's Sunday night. No. No, Sunday. it's Friday night. Friday night. It's Friday night. Yeah, yeah. I went through all the weekend Friday days. Friday night. Dun, 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 dun. It's Friday night, and there we are having a night in. We're sitting on the couch. We just watched the first two episodes of the Patriots documentary on Apple TV, The Dynasty, which of course we will dive into as well. And Nate decides that he's going to be so sweetie to me and just pop on the live concert that Apple TV did of the of the SZA concert. And we're like, "Okay, amazing. Let's let's watch this. It's am- like we're, we we weren't like truly watching it like I, I was, but like it was kind of just like something in the background. Like, what are we going what are we deciding to do? Let's just like throw it on, like just vibe out for yeah. a little. Vibing out. And as we're vibing out, we're watching the concert that was at the Barclays Center, which I don't know if anybody remembers, but we attended. But this is the problem. The concert was two days. So there was one concert one night, one concert the next. And what we realized when we watched the Apple TV is like even like the intro speech, like, oh, it's not our night. This was not the night that um, they recorded it. Like we didn't even hear about it. We had no idea what was going on. Um, like it was even going to happen. We said that out loud. We literally right, said, we said it, right, it has like, to be different. It has to be a different night. Like it has to be a different night. And we're sitting there on the couch and the song All the Stars Come On with SZA and Kendrick Lamar. And the song is like, everyone knows the song. It's so good. Yes. All the stars are closer. I just like can't, I truly cannot even sing anymore because it's just like, I don't want, I want to rest my voice for when everyone comes calling. Right. And we're sitting there and Nate's on his phone and I'm watching the screen and literally all of a sudden I said to him, I'm like, oh, this is like literally one of my all time favorite songs. It's like the first song that I truly knew of SZA. We see us on the screen. There, I, I we literally, I, I'm, I'm staring at the screen, and all of a sudden, I see me and Nate on the screen dancing. And like, it's not even like we're in the crowd. Like, there are literally four people on the screen. Two of them are us, and like, two of them are the girls that were sitting next to us. And I start convulsing. Like, I mean, I, I, I literally felt I've never been like that surprised, overjoyed. Like, it was literally. I'm not like. It was the best surprise I think I've ever gotten, like ever. I think it was the like the most genuine reaction to the best surprise I've ever received ever. I'm like, Nathan, Nathan, we're on the screen, we're on the screen, we're on the fucking screen, we're on the screen. Like, oh my god, he's like, what the, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, you have to rewind, you have to rewind, and and then lo and behold, he sees us that me and Nate are literally dan- It's a, it's like a B roll of like us dancing from the concert, like. I was beside myself. Like, I was screaming, jumping, running, right? Like, on TikTok. It's posted on TikTok. You can see, like, that was a true reaction. Like, I was unwell. Like, could you literally imagine, like, you are Hysteric. watching your favorite artist perform, and then all of a sudden, like, you see yourself vibing out while you're vibing out. Like, it was insane. It was literally the most insane experience ever. And, like... It's so weird because even as the concert goes on, not only like did they cut some pieces out, but they also like the rest of 
the concert was also from a different night because like I remember what she said during certain points because I I, I love her like I'm obsessed so like, I remember like during certain things like what she said like on the raft like was different so it was like literally the one clip of like the crowd from that night like that one specific thing was a different night and it was me and you yep. it was me and you it just shows how they needed our they needed us right so like i said if anyone needs us we'll just be over over here on our on the high tops screaming that we are the scissors like i mean she obviously like, loves us so one of the uh, craziest part about it is that like you mentioned we were watching the patriots talk before this the dynasty on apple tv um and every game that was at Foxborough, they were all, like Foxborough Stadium, uh, the stadium before Gillette. Uh, they're covering the 2000-2001 season, and you say out loud, like, "What if, what if we see you in the crowd?" Because, like, I was I, I, every game that I was at, I made sure that she knew that I was there, obviously. Um, and so that was that like planted the seed that maybe we'd see me in the Patriots documentary as much of a long shot as that was. <clears throat> So, the fact, like, that we saw ourselves in the SZA documentary, which was literally the next thing that we put on the TV, no, just was... prove, if that doesn't prove to you that we're in a simulation, I don't know what does. No, like, not how to mention, Not to feel? mention that, like, not even, like, the, like, yeah, the, her, like, her speeches were different and everything, but, like, the, 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 the playlist was different. The, the tracks were different. Yes. So she was playing completely different songs. And... I was like, wait, 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 Obviously, like, I feel so crazy, but, like, I, I honestly, like, haven't even asked, like, how do you feel about this? Like, how how literally did you feel, like, when that happened? Like, were you, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, complete shock. Complete, like, what the, like, what is, what, like, what? But then, like, after, it's, like, obviously, like, why wouldn't we? No, do? like, uh, no, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> obviously, they wanted to put us in there. Right. Like, of course. And, like, thank God we were looking cute that night. You right. know what I mean? But, like, I just, I'll... I can, I just cannot get over it. The I other, can't. The other crazy part about it was that when Apple TV announced it, that they were coming out with this, um, it was like really weird with the way that they went about it. It was like beginning of February, right? Yes. Or even late January. And they said that they announced it on a specific day. And uh, on the day that they announced it, you could listen to it, but you couldn't watch it for one reason or another. Right. Um. But it was on Apple TV, but only to listen to. And you were like kind of getting discouraged because you wanted to watch it that night. But right. Nothing else to watch. You no, to watch it literally. That night. And so like we, I completely forgot about it. And then we were on Apple TV, and I was like, oh, let me just try to find it. I'm not even knowing. And then bada boom, bada bang, here we are. So if you'd like to see us, we are in the SZA live concert from the Barclays Center at minute 17, second 52. 17, 52, you will see our gorgeous faces. And that's it. That's it. Like it's, a, it was literally like, I, I, it was the best feeling, like the most euphoric feeling. I feel like I've literally like the best surprise on the planet. Like I've never been that surprised in my life ever. I feel like I'll, I'll I mean, there's still like eight episodes of the Patriots talk. So like if I see myself. Yeah, we still have time. We still have time. And right, right. I feel like that. That will match your euphoria. I will be able to experience what you're experiencing right. when that happens. But, like, can you imagine, like, Nate, like, this is literally, I keep, I just, like, keep saying this, like, whenever I'm talking about it, like, you're literally watching it, vibing, and then you see yourself, like, I under, like, I know that you were, like, excited, but, like, could you literally imagine, like, 
we are i'm literally watching the screen you're on your phone and i'm literally like i just see i see us i'm like this is the craziest thing that literally ever happened. Like I just, I couldn't even believe it. And I'm just glad that that outfit is also documented on video form because it was just way too good. I looked so cute that night. I can't you even did. get over it. You looked it. immaculate. As you. You, as you always do. Thank you. Thank you. And as so you did always. you. You look so cute too. Yeah. I just like, you were I, was vibing. Just, I was making a weird face in there. No, because you, know? you were like, you were vibing. You were like this. I was kind of constipated. Na, na, na. No, because you were listening like, na, 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 na. Exactly. so that's it. But obviously, we touched on it a little bit, but the Patriots documentary came out, the first two episodes of the Dynasty. I have to say, like, it's so good. At one point, my lady over here was in full on tears. I was crying. Crying. He was crying. What what was the part that made you cry again? Was it the snowball when they kicked the field goal? Mm, I think so. I think it was like the end of the episode, too, the end of the second episode. I think they were all like rallying around the the kicker, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Adam Terry. Yeah. So I've been waiting for this documentary. Like in the midst, if even before before the Patriots won the like the last set of Super Bowls that they won, it was clear that there at some point there was gonna be a big documentary. Like at that time, like Brady released his little he released a little documentary on uh, Facebook. Um, he did that other documentary that me and you couldn't finish. Yeah, it was awful. Um, uh, on ESPN Plus, which wasn't good, uh, but Man in the Arena. Thank you, but it was oh, like everyone always kind of knew that there had to be a documentary on the entire dynasty, right? Because there was just so much to cover. Um, Every everyone knew. I did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. especially with like the book. Everyone. I'm looking at the book right now over there. Right. That like that that book's also called the Dynasty. Finished that, uh, so it covers a lot of the same stuff. But to be honest with you, like the first episode, exce- the first two episodes exceeded my expectations. Like, like from so a cool part of it that I like, I wrote down a couple of things. Like the first thing that really stuck out to me was like David Nugent, who was a fellow rookie when Brady came in, like Brady's best friend. Um, that like he came in with to the Patriots. He, uh, they lived together. Um, Brady Brady bought a house from a veteran on the team, Ty Law, and. Uh, was living with David Nugent, but David Nugent had a freaking, he was recording like the entire experience on his camcorder, like on his, on his camera, Um, which was amazing. Like no one, at that point he didn't know. He was just, he was just like him. He was excited just to be a rookie in the NFL and he was just documenting it for his own memories. Right. Not knowing that it was going to be part of this in the future. Right. Um, So that, I think that was like the first time that like, I was like, okay, this is going to be different. This right. is gonna be a different documentary. It's not just gonna be like cookie cutter, like this. It's like well rounded. Well rounded. Like here's actually what's going on. It's not just like the games. It's actually like the legit story of it all. I think that that's what's like also nice about it is that it feels like everybody like from my take from it a little bit like it feels like everybody wants to be a part of the documentary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It feels like everybody's like willing to actually talk about it. Not like, you know, sometimes when you watch documentaries, you're like, I feel like I watch this and I gain nothing from this. Like I kind of know a little bit more, but not like, like, like man in the arena is like really like truly what's coming to mind. Cause I'm just like, the editing's bad. It feels just like so phony baloney. Like it yeah. feels, it's like one side of the story here. You know what I mean? Not, and it's not, I'm not saying it's like a bad thing, but like, 
it's like you have Bill Belichick in this, Tom Brady and Robert Kraft, and then all the teammates. So it's like nice because I feel like you're getting like the full sides of everything, like everyone's perspective. Yeah. Um, so. And, and like going to the guy that Brady took over for, Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe, it, it cover, like he's in it. His wife's in it. Right. Um, so people don't know Drew Bledsoe is a quarterback that got hurt. Um, he was the $100 million quarterback first. $100 million contract in NFL history. He signed it the year before Brady came to the Patriots. He got hurt first game after 9-11. Um, Brady came in and never gave back the job. <clears throat> um, but it covers him getting hurt, how he would have died. if Yeah, if, if he, he didn't go to the hospital. If he didn't go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And at first he didn't want to go to the hospital. He came, even came back into the game at one point, Ooh. which is crazy with a collapsed lung and a lacerated spleen. Um, just shows the type of actual warrior that man was. Um, to it, it takes that to take and then to the decision for the team Belichick and uh, the front office to not give the job back to Bledsoe when Brady when Bledsoe was healthy and um, keeping Brady as the starting quarterback and how if you think back to it that's inc- that's insane that they didn't give the job back to Bledsoe cuz he was the proven guy he was the guy that they invested in even Kraft says in the documentary how he disagreed with them at the time and he felt bad for Bledsoe cuz he didn't feel like as if Bledsoe deserved to lose his job for that injury um, considering the fact that he almost died for the team like literally right. almost died um, but that was all super fascinating and I'm obsessed I cannot wait for the rest of it um, we did notice a little mistake that they made. Oh, yes. And you didn't even want me to post it. And I thought it was, like, such a true, like, thing of, like, how you're actually a fan. Like, I, like that you even noticed this mistake. Yeah. So, it was leading up to – so, the documentary follows, like, the playoff run through the AFC – beginning of the AFC Championship game that year. Um, so, the, the big game there um, in the playoffs was a snowball. Obviously, I was in attendance. Why did you even ask? Um, oh but God. it was the first home game, I believe, ever uh, for the Patriots um, in the playoffs. And coincidentally enough, it was the last game ever at Foxborough Stadium. Gillette Stadium opened the, that next year. I think it was the first home game in like 34 years or something. Something like, like yeah, okay. crazy. First time they ever won a home a playoff home game, but the first time they hosted one since like 1985 or something. Okay. Something crazy. Um, but like it's leading up to the game, they're showing fans outside of the stadium in excitement, like cheering, like the local, it's like a local, local news, uh, footage, uh, just of the fans outside the stadium cheering and the fans wearing the hat, they're wearing the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl hat, the championship hat, but they're leading up to the game before the Super Bowl. So it was just a weird little mistake that they made that I pointed out mishap it's weird that they didn't catch that though truthfully isn't it it is it is a little weird but Go maybe ahead. they're not even like used to it you know they're used yeah, to just seeing so many um Patriots wins on the hats that they they lost track right exactly exactly but what, what do you think of the documentary does it does well, there's it... one more thing that you want to talk about Ernie Adams yeah Ernie Adams so uh Ernie Adams he's featured in the documentary and I lost my shit when I saw him. Ernie Adams? Ernie Adams? They got Ernie Adams? That's what he said. It's true. I loved it. Ernie Adams, um, he is the part of the dynasty that is like a mythological creature. He is Bill Belichick's best friend. Uh, they attended 
high school together at Phillips Andover, Phillips Academy in Andover. And they were best friends their entire, they still are best friends. And everywhere Belichick went to coach, Ernie Adams followed. Um, and he really is the brains behind the dynasty. Like, for example, when it, come, when it came to Bledsoe over Belichick, I mean, Bledsoe or Brady, when Bledsoe was healthy after his injury, Ernie Adams was the guy that was telling Belichick not to go back to Bledsoe. Um, and it, he, he, when explaining why, there's a cool scene of like him telling a story of when he was watching film and basically his real, real criticism of Bledsoe is the fact that he would give up on plays too early and take too many hits rather than fi- trying to find a solution and uh, make a play. Um, and they would take a lot of sacks, basically. And it's him freaking out, call, calling like Scott Pioli, another executive, in, being like, this is the problem with Bledsoe. Like, this is it. Like, I forget the quote. He was like, it looks like a wildebeest just getting ready to get hunted or something. Yeah, something insane like that. Um, this guy is just out there on the reservation. And he never speaks. You never see him on anything. Like, even when he was with the Patriots, you heard about him, but you never saw him. He would never be in the press. He's like Willy Wonka. Yes, he's the guy. He yes, Willy Wonka or the Wizard of Oz. Oh, he's the Wizard of Oz. He's the guy behind the curtain. I like that. So, like that. That was another time in the documentary where I was like, okay, this shit's real. Like they're actually gonna give the entire story, which makes me super, super, super excited. Right. Yeah, I'm excited for more of the episodes to come. I think it's it's fun to watch. Even like as like I know you think I'm like a fucking Patriots hater, but I'm not. Um, I think that even like non-Patriots fans like would like it too. Like it's just an interesting, it's just interesting. I like like well-rounded things like that. It's hard when you see like one side of the story. You know what I mean? So I like, I like watching it. It's I'm good. I'm so excited for the next episode to come out. Like, and everything's very crisp. Like I like that when it looks like crisp and ha- like high, like what is it? High quality, I guess. Like the, what is that like word? Like it's just like. It, high definition? Yeah, it's like high definition. I'm like, oh, it's so much easier to watch on the eyes. Right. But they do have like old footage, which is interesting, right? Yeah, they have old footage. But I'm saying like when they're like interviewing them. Yes, yes, It yes. feels like like high def. Right. But the other thing I think that they do well is like how they cut back to like flashbacks. And yes. then they go back to the future. And like oftentimes when they do that in documentaries, it gets really confusing. But I think the way they've done it so far has been very clean. Yes. Um, and even like just following the story along has been very, even though it's just the first two seasons so far. Episodes? Yeah, but the, like the first two seasons of Brady's career. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Coaching uh, tenure. Um, they, the story moves along. You can follow the story. Right. Um, even like, and it even gives you a set, they even do a great job of giving you the sense of like what the team dynamic was. Like uh, how it was like a defensive led team, like with Vrabel, Brewski, Lloyd Malloy, Ty Law. Uh, Richard Seymour, Willie McGinnis, like all those guys are in there and they're talking about how they tried to, how they would um, haze Brady and um, all that. And how when he came in, they didn't expect anything from him because like the superstar just got hurt. So right. like, he was just like this little kid coming in. Um, it was all, I'm not even doing it justice. Like I, I feel like I, I'm just not do, even doing it justice. Yeah, well, but because like, you, the, everyone oh, needs, what? I love it. Well, you're not in love. You uh, didn't just like kiss the air and say you're in love, did you? I've never seen you do that. Like literally not even for me. I do it for you all the time. You go, I'm in love? Yeah. I'm literally upset. That's it. We're, we're literally in a fight. We are in a fight. We're in a fight. Doghouse. Um, 
Well, I'm glad. I'm excited to follow along with you, obviously, um, and watch the rest of this documentary thing. Docu-series? Even though we didn't finish the season, um, like that first season, it ends when Brady gets hurt in the AFC Championship game. Um, you can't, it's obvious, obvious, right, that that was a magical season, right? Like. That what? That season, the Patriot, that 2001 season for the Patriots, like it was magical. That they're talking about in the episode? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, yeah, it's great. It had you in tears. Yeah, I just liked it because it's like nice to also like, obviously like you, like watching it with you is like special. Like you were about to cry. That's why also I was crying. <laughs> true, true. Like I, I'm like, it's when, when you cry, I cry. Like it's literally <laughs> contagious. Like I look at you, you're crying. I cry. If you start crying right now, like, it literally looks like you're about to. I will start crying. I don't like to watch I you cry. Love I, I love it. I yeah. Save even happy tears, just tears for me. Like I think that it's. That's something that bothers me with people where it's like, how do you look at other people and not cry if they're crying? I don't get it. Like if people are crying, like I literally start the same. It's like the same thing as a yawn. Hmm. It is. It's like so bizarre to me. I don't get it. Interesting. Yeah. What? No, I'm just thinking about that. Do you agree? Yeah. What? Yeah, I think so. I never really thought about it. On my part or yours? What do you mean? Do you think that I cry to... contagious or do you think it's contagious in general it's interesting how you think it's contagious but i'm saying do you think that you have it too in some instances it depends why someone's crying yeah sometimes oh, people's crying well, yeah sometimes people are crocodile tears where it's just like why right like the real tears is what i what, yeah, what pulls up my heartstrings right, yeah yeah, right. yeah. Not like tears. i mean if you're crying over literal spilt milk like don't fucking talk to me i probably cried i don't over drink that milk. shit when you ever spilled milk at a fucking dunkin donuts like back area oh, where yeah, it goes, sure, uh, goes sure, under I'm all sure. the machines yeah, yeah, and freaking yeah. we yeah. have a line out the door yeah, and days so, over yeah, days over yelling at you across the counter like why why are you not making my coffee fast and you're like dude did you not just see this milk just spill like sorry we have a little bit of a mishap <laughs> and i'm having a meltdown right so, so i've definitely cried over spilled milk before. yeah right yeah well different types of milk we watched something else though, that there was a bunch of tears that we have to talk about. I know it's a sports podcast. Yes. I feel like we should talk about that when we get into something else. Let's keep it sports heavy in the front. Okay. All right. So I got a question for you, then. Go ahead and ask me. I've touched on it earlier, but did you, did you think that In-N-Out Burger ruined the this past weekend's PGA Tour event, the Genesis Invitational? After you talked to me about what happened, um, I actually, like, I do, I do think that In-N-Out, like, actually took everybody in and then out right i think it went in and it took everybody out yeah and i i honestly have a different perspective on this since the last 48 hours of my life <laughs> right 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 battling for um, adversity but long story short uh the genesis invitational is a this past weekend's pga tour event it was highly anticipated because uh tiger woods was hosting it as he does every year it's at riviera the riviera country club riviera country club in la Okay, um, and it was highly anticipated because he was playing for the first time in a long time, and he was debuting his Sunday Red uh, new uh, line line his new brand yeah, his new brand. Uh, what do you think? First of all, what do you think about that stuff? The, the Sunday Red. I like the Sunday Red stuff. I love the logo. Me too. I think it's good. I think it's solid. I do too. Um, good for him. It's literally why I say he's probably doing his own thing. I right. mean, I literally call the shots here. You do. You do. Anyhow. Regardless. Um, Wednesday is the last day of the practice round. The tournament starts on Thursday. Um, 
at, at the end of the practice round, there's in and out burgers for the players, and there's a cla- there was a viral clip of Tiger Woods, uh, who's a very health conscious per health conscious person, uh, eating one of the burgers and throwing away his pickles. Which is criminal, by the way, because if I was there, I would have taken his pickles and put it on my burger, as I do yours. As, yeah, as you do. My- well, I agree. See, I agree with him because I like the taste that the pickles leave. But I don't actually like the crunch of the pickles when I'm eating in the sandwich. That is so fucking bizarre to me because literally the one thing that I look forward to in a burger is the pickle. I cannot wait to like chomp down on a pickle in a burger. Like give me extra pickle. Like literally make a pickle patty and I'll eat it. Different, different strokes for different folks. Literally. Um, anyways, so Tiger Woods obviously wasn't the only player that had uh, the In-N-Out burgers. Basically all the players did, right? And... So come fast forward a couple days, by Friday, Tiger Woods has to withdraw from the tournament um, for stomach issues. Um, they, They said it was just an illness. High speculation is that it was from that burger and he was just, he got food poisoning or something, some sort of stomach bug from the burger. And everyone's like, ah, that's speculation. It's just one viral clip to the, like, the weird conclusions. Well... Another player got disqualified. Jordan Spieth got disqualified for signing an incorrect scorecard, which is another issue. Um, which is another issue. Like it's the big topic of golf is that. But the reason why he he had the incorrect score on his scorecard was that he also had the stomach bug, and I, he had to go to the bathroom multiple times during his round, especially right at the end of. Like, the round, before he went to sign a scorecard in, like, they have a scoring tent, um, he had to go to the bathroom. And he wrote down a wrong number. (laughs) I can't get over this. He had to to write down the wrong number for, right, he wrote down the wrong number for one of his scores. Right. And so, when that happens, you get disqualified. And um, he didn't say anything about it, but his playing partner, Xander Shoffley, was like, this is ridiculous. Like, he's sick from the burger, like... You think that he's... Wait, he said that he's sick from the burger? Everyone thinks that they're sick from the burger. Yeah, so Xander Shoffley said it wasn't just Tiger and it wasn't just Jordan. Like, a lot of players out here are, like, dealing with the stomach issue from the burgers. McDonald's would never. McDonald's. Yes, they would. (laughs) Yes, they would. I've gotten sick from McDonald's before. McDonald's would never do this to a type of guy like this. They wouldn't take him out like that. McDonald's stands tried and true. They know. They know. No, 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 they would. No. Um, so long, long story short, in and out gave the, everyone of the PGA toward the runs and, uh, but no one else was sick. You told me, okay, so I need to, I need to set this up for everybody is that you asked, you're asking me this because you told me that the only people that ate the in and out burgers at the time were Tiger and Jordan Spieth. And now you're saying everybody ate the burgers. I didn't tell you that. Yes, you did. Literally when you were telling me this, you're like, when we were going over the topics, you're literally like, oh, by the way, like, I'm like, okay. It's like, what does that mean? You're like, Tiger had the in-out burger. And and I'm like, well, who else had the burger? Like Jordan Spieth also had the burger because everyone else was having different burgers, you said. What are you talking about? You said everyone else was having different burgers. And that Tiger and Jordan Spieth were the only ones that had in-and-out burger and everyone else had other types of burgers. there was a miscommunication somewhere in there. Well, there was a whole story made up somewhere in there. It wasn't even a miscommunication. You told me that they opted for a different burger. That there was another burger. But how is that even possible? When they get off the practice round... They literally have in and out burger there. How the hell would I know? This is what you told me. And that's why I was like, oh, it has to be the burgers. But now I don't even know if the other players weren't sick. No, other players, according to Xander Shoffley, 
Other players were sick. Because everybody ate the in and out Yes. Yes, everybody ate that. Well, I need you to know that when you told me this, there was another burger chain somewhere intertwined. That's on you. I never mentioned another burger chain. No, it's not. I never. When I am literally making up a story in my head, of course, this is what happened. Well, that's what you did. You made up a story in your head. If that's the truth, then there would be a different freaking story. That's why I was so confused. It was like, wait, he needs to use the restroom too. Because he also had in and out, but you told me that they were the only ones that had in and out because everyone else opted for another burger. No. Okay, well, that. I don't know why you're getting hot up on this. It was a miscommunication. I apologize if I said that, but I don't believe I did. I just can't get over this. I know you can't. But isn't it crazy that freaking. You would think that it, like, in and out would bring their A game that day. No, like, I, yeah, you would think that in and out would bring, like, Wagyu beef that day. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'd be bringing it. They were ringing in and out. But that's why I'm, like, always skeptical of, like... Oh, like, yeah. Put put your nose up. Put your nose up. We ordered McDonald's, like, literally on the day. I'm not putting my nose up. Can I finish my sentence? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm always skeptical when you go to, like, these... Like, we go to Burger Bash, or you go to, like, any event where, like, they're giving you food from, like, the tents. Yeah. Like, is there's not... Like, the food safety isn't all there. Oh, so now you're spectacle? So, spe- speculating or whatever? So, when we go to watch Smorgasbord, you have this feeling inside your stomach that you've never told me about? Yeah. Yeah, shut up. What are you talking about? I mean, I still eat it. No, you've never shared this concern with me once, and nor have I ever thought of it. I'll probably never share it with you because I never... Things click at different times. Yeah, right, right. But right, it makes right, sense. Right. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense if you think about it. Sure. Yeah. No, I think that you have to literally, if you're selling food outside, like in like a thing, you have to like be cleared by some point, right? Yeah. I mean, there has to be some sort of Was it clearance. regulation? Yeah. Serve safe certification. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, you don't think that's nuts? That in and out fucking took out Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth? Yeah, I think it's fucking crazy that a burger, a simple burger could do that. Take out the greats. I mean, stars are just like us. You know what I mean? A burrito took you out. We'll get into that. Domino's took me out. (laughs) And then I took them out. It depends. You know what I mean? And it's also hard where it's like this food, it's so, it decides to strike at different times too. I think that's what's the worst part is that you never know really when it's going to strike. It's, it's literally striking me right now. No, you you just like literally don't. Wedding? Are you really? Yeah. Do you have to go? I do, but I'm I'm training myself. Oh, for literally what? What are you training for? So that. So that what? When we're at a tent situation, that you could be able to hold it in when you're walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please, but yeah, this is this is wild. Yes, I do think that In and Out took them out. I do. Okay. I I think that it's. I think it's true. I just think it's literally wild that you told me something different, but nonetheless. How is it always what I told you? How is never what you're receiving? What do you mean? What I'm receiving? I read you literally. What you're telling I me. I literally read you exactly what's on the sheet. And no, I literally am reading what you're telling me. I'm literally, I mean, what I'm receiving, what you are telling me. I mean, this is even literally what, what you sheet, said. Even when it says on the literally sheet. Literally what says, you said. During pro am event tournament in the Genesis Invitational on Wednesday, February 15th, In-N-Out burgers were included <laughs> in players' food. Interestingly, a video of Tiger Woods eating an In-N-Out burger without, with any, without pickles went viral on the internet. You told me, seriously. I'm not lying. I can't let it go. But you know what? I will, for the sake of this podcast and the sake of time, I'll let it go. It literally says it right there. I'll let it go. Listen, when you explain the situation to me, I'm just saying it wasn't the same. We need to move on. 
People are going to be like, what the fuck is up with them today with their in and out and diarrhea talk? Well, the diarrhea talk's just getting started. (laughs) Because, oh, that's what I wanted to say. What? At first, I was like, how soft is this? happens every time Tiger Woods wants to play in a tournament. Like, something goes wrong. He has to withdraw from the tournament. Oh, here we go. And then here you are this weekend curled up on the fucking toilet. And I'm like, oh. Could you you imagine? I have one electric burrito and (laughs) freaking, I'm like, how how did Tiger last so long out there? (laughs) How did he even get through two days of playing? I can't even get from the couch to the bathroom. No, literally. Times change. Times change. You know, it's like, and that's just on growth. You know what I mean? No, but I swear to God, like I was like, I was texting my friends when Tiger like withdrew and I was like, dude, this guy's a pussy. Like, what is he doing? Like backing out of this tournament. He's always had something wrong with him. Always has something wrong with him. Lo and behold, fast forward a couple days, and karma is a bitch. Yeah, because exactly. I'm like, exactly. It's me. It's turn, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't... If I try to swing a golf club right now... Yeah, you would be, just be shooting out the opposite. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Okay, great. I'd be so, wearing dark pants. All right. Let's okay. just say that. All right. Let's get into a little bit... I guess we're not, because what is this? Let's let's just roll right into our double D's threes this week, right? All right let's, let's just roll it. it in. Might as well get started. Go for it. Well, these threes are my the three companies that um, I dislike the most. Oh God! Uh, How is that anything? Oh, I understand. Okay. okay. Three, three. I call it my shit list. The three companies that lead my shit list. Number three is <laughs> nothing recent. Um, BetMGM, just a fraudulent company. Just <laughs> the definition of frauds. There. <laughs> Coincidentally enough, I was in the fraud department, so. I was able to detect that the company itself were frauds, and <laughs> there you go. Number three. They'll, they'll, they'll be there my whole life. Fucking hate those people. Number two, electric burrito. <laughs> Ask me why. I just explained. I, I am raw downstairs. Raw. I don't know why you're laughing. It's been nonstop for three days. I haven't <laughs> ate yet. Somehow I never pooped this much in my life. I sent my friends... And you and my mom, like a, like a voice recording of what it sounded like while I sit on the toilet. Everyone thought it was fake. She's a freaking faucet. And once again, I must repeat myself. I feel bad for what I said about Tiger Woods. I take everything back, Tiger. Uh, your, your perseverance is extraordinary because... I'm still trying to persevere here, and I can barely do a freaking podcast while I'm clutching my butthole, okay? Number one, hotel collection. <laughs> Let me get started with these freaking people, okay? So, it's Valentine's. Valentine's Day's coming up quick, and like so, every other guy... So, there you are on February 13th. <laughs> literally. Like every other guy, it's like, shit. <laughs> literally. Um... Valentine's Day is in two days. Let me fucking figure out what to get my lady. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, damn. Like, what's something that she'll actually enjoy that she's been talking about that she'll like? Boom, Home, a hotel collection. What's it called? The diffuser. It's like a. It's like a. It sends out good smelling <laughs> air into your fucking apartment. My mom has one. My grandma has one. It's beautiful. It's great. Um, Rachel's been saying for a while now that she wants one. What a way to describe it. Smell, it sends out good smelling air into the apartment. It's a diffuser, right? <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I just, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Just please keep going. Okay. So I make a purchase, right? 
First of all, you've looked at their website beforehand. How, how confusing is their website? You don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're paying for. Yeah, no, right. You it's just, you hit submit, put your credit card information, and then voila. Well, lo and behold, I'm no kidding, 30 seconds after I hit submit, I hadn't even gotten the confirmation email yet, I get a call from this guy, Dev- Devlin, <laughs> from HomeSense. Okay? And this guy's explaining to me that I bought the wrong thing, that if I want better value, I got to get this, and I'm a sucker, dude. I If you want to sell anything, just call me. I'll say yes. Okay? So I'm like, yeah. Devlin, hit me with that one, brother. Hit me with that one. Charge the credit card. How long am I paying? Three years subscription? No problem. Whatever you need, Devlin. He has me sign these documents. Like, Yeah, what? I don't know. I had a docu-sign some shit. Ever since then. You literally got scammed. I got scammed. They're nothing but scam artists. And then... Since I was researching that, everything we logged in, every time we logged into YouTube TV, YouTube, it was freaking hotel collections ads. And it's just like this, the biggest, like they have freaking Lisa from Miami and freaking Courtney uh, uh, Kardashian's ex. Oh. Scott Disson. Oh. Yeah, those are their spokespeople. So that shows you how much of frauds these people are. Okay. Let me, let me fast forward. So. I have second I have second thoughts about my purchase because I'm like they they completely conned me into this. I call them. The guy's like, listen, I understand what you're saying. We're sending it to you anyways. You have a 30 day risk free trial. If you don't like it, send it back. Fair. Well, the next day, the one that I originally ordered, the smaller one, gets delivered, and you're like, oh my god, it's exactly what I wanted. This is perfect. All this stuff. It was perfect. Perfect. In love. In love. Call them like, hey. Uh, I thought you guys, you guys called me. I switched my order. Uh, you guys switched it to the big one. I got the small one. It actually is exactly what she wants. Can I cancel the big one? Well, they're like, well, the big one's getting sent tomorrow. That one should have never got sent. And I'm like, okay, like whatever. And I hang up for whatever reason. I try to call him back. Cause you, you make a point, like just ask him to cancel it now. Right. I'm like, so I call him back and that line that they gave me is no longer going through. So I get connected <laughs> to the regular customer service. This guy starts helping me. Okay. Zero help. Um, and he's like, I can't do anything. We have to send you to like that, uh, VIP people to help you since you signed up for the VIP stuff. And I'm like, dude, they sent me to you. Like they said they couldn't do it to do the 30 day trial. But if so, if I didn't like it, contact you. And they're like, no, we'll contact, we'll get you back in contact with them. And I was like, well, that's the phone number I called. However, I'm talking to you now. They so, must've known because they saw us on SZA that we were VIP. I don't know what they were thinking, but <laughs> needless to say, I'm on hold for 48 minutes and don't get anyone. And I'm e- the guy's emailing me uh, a, a call summary saying, were you satisfied with the call? And I'm like, dude, I'm still waiting on hold. What are you talking about? I'm still waiting on hold. And he goes, oh, just give it a few more moments and they should be with you. They never come. And then I'm like, uh, I email the guy back. Hey, I'm still on hold. Like, what, and can you help me in any way? And he goes, feel free to call back tomorrow. Uh, they're, they're done for the, like, they're basically done for the day. And I just emailed back. That's not what I wanted to hear. So long story short, they're on my shit list. And I'm still here with two freaking diffusers. I have purposely <laughs> not five years of subscription. I have purposely not called them back just because I have to mentally prepare myself. <laughs> and I've been had, like, I've been on the toilet every five <laughs> seconds. So I don't have like the, like the wherewithal to freaking get through this issue. But those are my, uh, three companies that are on my shit list. I double these top threes. That was the most incredible 
I what is synopsis I've, I've I've truly ever heard and like honestly or I'm in love I found I found thank you I've found um that you think the things the things that you think are funniest is when I'm upset <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch Big Daddy yes you have with me yeah Nathan, if you ask me this literally one more time, but you ask I, me this okay. once a fucking week, we have watched it together. But then I'll ask you a we reference. We watched it together because you, I've seen it one time. We've watched it together. So then that's what, you're right, but we have to watch it again because you don't understand the references. No, but you make references all the time. Like, I don't know, like, all the word for words. Like, I haven't seen it a thousand times. Like, you have this, like, Well, you're the kid. Legally. You're Dylan Sprouse, and I'm Adam oh Sandler. Oh, Like, the way that when Dylan Sprouse is sad as a kid, <laughs> or Cody Sprouse, whatever the Sprouse brother is, and he's the one playing the kid, like... <laughs> The only way for uh, Adam Sandler's character to make him feel better is to freaking get hurt. Oh, he, oh, so now you're hurt as this was happening? No, no, it's just pain. I just think, yeah, laugh at my pain. You know what I mean? Who is that? Laugh at my pain. Chris Rock? Kevin Hart? Which one? Of them? I don't understand that reference. Um, I only understand Big Daddy references. Oh, my God. It's not Big Daddy. I don't want it. Um, No, I, I just think, I think that honestly, like, you... It, I think you're just funny there because, like, you just lo- like I just think that you lose your cool, and like to me, like when you lose your cool, it's hilarious. I mean, I don't not in a bad way. Like, I just think it's like very funny because you're just just so funny when you do. Thank you. I was in. F- I'm still in fury. No, like when you were on How the- do you call <laughs> me a second after I hit submit button, and then st- no, send right. me the wrong thing? <laughs> You called me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. How did that thing ship already? No, I know. When I called him back, the guy was like, oh, like, by the time that we changed it, the, the thing shipped. You called me 15 seconds. You guys are a mess. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, I was even on, like, the chat and, like, the person was like, oh, like, Ricardo is answering you, your email back now. I'm like, who the hell is Ricardo? <laughs> like, that's the guy from freaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy from customer service that was trying to get me back in contact with Devlin. It was honestly amazing. That was the best double these threes I think you've truly ever done. Thank you. Um, I'm and glad. I I salute you for it. Mm. Let's get into my double these threes. Yeah, my please. double these threes aren't as good, but obviously it was the topic that we wanted to talk about before, which is not only did we watch ourselves on the big screen this weekend, we also watched true love form on the on the screen this weekend and that's because we watched the new season of love is blind season six six episodes and you love is blind is that show that like it's my show you know what I mean like it's like that's the show that like I watch on my own I can do it on my own time like it's not a show that we share I cook through these fucking episodes like I just bang 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 them out like they're just, it's so addicting. It's so addicting to watch Lava's Blind. They, they really hook me. It, it's, it's what you watch when I just want to do something else. Yes. So, lo and behold, I'm watching it this past weekend, and I see those eyes. I see those <laughs> eyes coming up from the book onto the screen. I'm like, it's good, isn't it? And it's just like the classic, you know, like, watch it with me. Like, but I have to ease you into it. And I always know it. Those situations, it's do or die, you know? So it's either like, I can tell you like, oh, and I can get you uninterested. Or I'm like, 
what are you thinking about this? What do you think? What's going on? Like, oh yeah, so this is happening. Yeah, so like that's why this is crazy. And then I watch you think about it a little and then it gets you hooked. And I'm like, okay, we're in. We're good to go. He's in. He's watching it with me. So we're watching it this weekend. And well, how do you feel about watching it? Don't you like it? I do. I do. This is your double D's threes. No, I know. But I'm just saying like we watched it this weekend. Like, how do you feel? Um, yeah, it's one of those shows where like you've, you've watched a couple seasons since we've been living together and I really have watched probably a total of like one episode. Um, it's just one of those shows that I always thought was just dumb because I think it's a very crazy premise, uh, dating through a wall. Um, but they hit, they hit, they struck lightning in a bottle with this one. No, it's so good. The, it's so good. Oh, oh I, I don't want to steal your thunder. I'll give my opinions after, but it's, it, I'm excited for the next bulk of as. And it pains me to say that because I want to be that guy up here, um, considering the fact we have a sports podcast. Yes. And, and I already talked about how I like like Bravo shows and love stuff. Is a, love is a sport. It's a game. True. Love is a game. True. It's a battlefield. Um, and I didn't watch the first few episodes, so I was a little right. bit behind. Right. But it was short. Like, this, you can't make this stuff up. No, it's so good. And, if, and like, if, it, if it is scripted. It's what? But if it is, if it is, like Netflix has the best writers. It's not. That's how you know. But that's how you know. It's not scripted. That, but the, they saying, just literally lock crazy people in a confined like space, and then they just go go, and then it's just what happened. Like it's like normal people. You know what I mean? That they they do. They obviously the casting knows exactly what they're doing with these people. But it's like they do pick people that are gonna that are supposed to work well together like they do get like they try to give each other good matches you know what I mean but like the where the matches lead like I think it just goes crazy mm-hmm. but no one knows you know what I mean but I think that they do like try to pique interest in certain ways like what's gonna happen you know mm-hmm. um if you guys just heard anything rumbling and grumbling that was my belly right there oh that came in through the microphone that should give you an idea of what freaking electric burrito is doing to me <laughs> still um So my double D streets this week are going to be my three predictions of what I think is going to happen. So my three predictions of what I think is going to happen for Love is Blind season six from just watching the six episodes is I think that Amy and Johnny, Amy is the one from Puerto Rico and Johnny, I think he's just from North Carolina. Um, He has like the long blonde hair. She's has like the longer dark hair. She's so cute, bilingual, like amazing. I think they're going to end up together. They just seem like such a great match. Like they're just so sweet together. I love watching them on the screen, but it's also like one of those couples, like you love to watch them on the screen, but you're also like, okay, like next, because like, you know that they're good. Right, right. He has I, the Seth Rogen hair. He does have the Seth Rogen hair. He has a Seth Rogen hair. And he, they're just like cute. I love them together. I think that Jimmy and Chelsea, who are currently a couple right now, I think that they are going to break up. And I think that when she meets Trevor, I think that Trevor and Chelsea are going to get together. And I think that Sarah Ann and Jeremy are going to get together and Laura and Jeremy are going to break up. Which one's Jeremy? Jeremy's the one that we think is Ryan Brannigan. Oh, (laughs) Brannigan. Don't know if you still watch these, brother, but this guy is you. Yeah. it's No, it's literally like, I'm like, that's Ryan Brannigan. You're like, I was thinking the exact same thing. And then like, even like his like actions throughout the show are him. He's literally talking to the person who's on the other side of the wall, hiding behind a couch in his freaking room. Yeah. Like, Lord knows for what reason. Pod, really. Pod, I'm sorry. Um, Tremendous. Thank you. Um, what do you think about my predictions? 
I agree. I agree. I think they are already started to show him. What's his name again? Jeremy. They already start showed them unraveling. Um, yeah. I just think that like if if Laura's gonna be with him, like she needs to. This is what I've realized is some the people people that. This is what I've realized in totality. This is my um this is my big revelation for all relationships. Hypothesis. And I feel like this is usually what I can gauge on other people. Like if you don't support or like like your person, like it like if like on like little things, like y- you guys aren't happy together. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like you need to support your partner and like be there for them. Like if they're trying to make a joke, like let them make a joke, like laugh at it, whatever. Like they're just trying to be funny. Like, and if they're trying to be funny, they're trying to make you laugh. Like it's just like be kind to them. Like, you know, it's like things like that where it's like, okay, she doesn't get his humor. Like she doesn't get it. Like they're not really like on the same page. You know what I mean? And she's not willing to support him. Like, then they're not on the same page. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're they're at that point, they were like literally two days and they were at meeting each other. No, a hundred percent. But then that's like the difference with like Amy and Johnny, where it's like if Amy or Johnny said something, like they'd be like, Yeah, like that's my girl. True, like a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like me and you, like when we first started like talking again, like you'd be like I would literally be like, Yeah, that's my man. I would still do that to this day. You know right. what I mean? Like, obviously. But like you just got to have their back. Like, you got to be 100% in. Right. You can't be 50-50 because then you can see it. It's right. very obvious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, how Jimmy is with Chelsea, and that's why I don't trust him, even though all he does is talk about her, like, in a good way, but, like, not, like, it just all His bizarre. actually shows something so completely different. His actions are different. Um, We have to explain that whole scenario, because that, that is the funniest situation to me ever. The uh, Jimmy, Chelsea, Jessica situation. Yes. So what happens in this situation is Chelsea and Jessica are two lovely ladies that are vastly different. Jessica is like this little hot tamale. Like I don't even understand. Like she is so gorgeous. She has a 10 year old daughter. She's 28. She's just she's got her shit together. Like she knows what she wants. She says it like she's very straightforward. She's a very troubled past and like it's amazing like seeing it on the other side I'm like extremely impressed by her thus far very impressed Chelsea is a flight attendant she's remote she's a little bit of like she's a she's a taller girl super cute though like very quirky edgy like super fun like like likes to dive like dive into a little but you could tell that she like she likes like having a lot of attention but also who doesn't also, the key part with her is that she said that she had a celebrity lookalike. Right. And she said that she looked like, first of all, she said MGK's wife or girlfriend. It's Megan Fox. You know who Megan Fox is. Like, you don't say that. And also, like, that's, like, literally saying, like, oh, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. Like, I mean, Trav, yeah. Like, Taylor Swift. Like, no, you, every, no, everyone knows Megan Fox. No one knows who the fuck Machine Gun Kelly is. Like, right. you know what I mean? And it's Megan Fox. Like, obviously. the ho- Like, literally one of the hottest women in the world. Like, everyone knows who she is. Like, that's just ridiculous to me. That that whole comment was so ridiculous to me. And I knew, like, you know what you're doing. That's what oh, I'm saying. And, but she said, she was like, I don't see it. But that's just what people tell me. But why else would you say it to But a- also, like, you're on a love is blind. Love is blind. Keep it blind, bitch. Keep it blind. Yeah, don't lie. Right. So 
That's not a shot on her. It's just like the truth. Right. So then Jimmy was like, you look like Megan Fox. And this is the thing is I think that he had a stronger connection with Jessica. But because like I don't think that he was ready to become a father just yet. Like you could kind of tell in the conversations he was having, which is why he picked Megan Fox. But when he saw Megan Fox, he was like, she ain't Megan Fox. And I think that's what's like processing through his head because it was literally one of the first things that he said in his confessional. Like. Maybe I don't think that's cute, but lo and behold, and Jessica said, like, you're going to choke when you see me. You that's are going to part. choke when you see me because you're going to be like, what the fuck? That, I lost her. In the pods, <laughs> Jimmy's like telling Jessica, like, listen, like, I'm going to go out with Chelsea. Like, I'm going to move forward with her. Um, like, whatever. And he, she's like, there's going to be a day when you see me. And you're going to absolutely choke. <laughs> yeah. And I love that comment because it's just like a bad bitch's confidence. And I love that. So kudos to her. And then now you're kind of like seeing like Jimmy and Chelsea unravel a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep clearing my throat too. I feel like something's happening. But that's it. We move on. This episode today is so out of control. I feel I like it. it's like <clears throat> like it. we're just I'm obsessed. chatting it up. Okay. Perfect. Chop and chop. So... That, that's my double D's threes. My three predictions on what's going to happen for season six. I'm very, very, very excited. New episodes drop tomorrow for it. So we will definitely be watching. All right. And then Thursday night's Dynasty. Perfect. All right. All right. It's time. It's time. To get into our sick puppy and interesting cat of the week. Let's do it. All right. So I have multiple up. sick puppies. There's too many sick. I couldn't, I couldn't dwindle down the list. Okay. So the first sick puppy is Matt Rempe. Matt Rempe is the, a rookie for the New York Rangers. He played his first game over the weekend in the outdoor series at MetLife uh, Stadium, uh, Rangers versus Islanders. And in his first, within one second of his NHL career, he got in a fight with Matt Martin, who's like a heavyweight for the Islanders. And he beat the bricks off of Matt Martin. Um, and meanwhile, he's 21 years old. Matt Martin's like in his 30s, like a grown-ass man. And... Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Like it's your first state, first game in the NHL. You're playing at MetLife Stadium. Um, you drop the gloves. And yeah, and he's like a gigantic human being. Yeah, and I did some more digging on him. It was the sixth year anniversary of his father's passing that day. Oh, so he was like very emotional. You think? Yeah. So like, yeah, I was confused. I'm like, why are they fighting? Well, that's they're fighting because he is a tough. Like he's a tough guy. Um, but so he just started. What, so how would anyone know that? He was playing the minors and coming up through junior. But like, like why was he fighting you know, with him? What what did the other guy say? Like that's why I don't get. Like it was why it was they, start they weren't fighting? actually mad at each other. They, they weren't start at, fighting. They're fighting to like put on a sh- not put on a show, but like set the tone for their team. So he's like, oh, I'm just gonna fight this guy. Like he basically said that Matt Martin tapped him on the ship pad. Was like, yo, congratulations on your first game. You want to go? And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go with you. This is so bizarre. Beast. Sick but it's puppy. like, why would you like punch someone for fun? You know sick what I puppy. mean? Like, why would you? You're a sick puppy. No, but literally, like, why would we like? Yeah, like let's go. Like punch me in the fucking face. Like what? Like that's just like a different level of let's go. That I don't need. Like I'm like let's go. Let's take a shot. Not let's go punch me in the face. Right. And he said that like they were talking when they're in the penalty box and like they talked after the game and like they're cool and just like that's kind of what you, what you got to do. Bizarre. Bizarre. Uh, next up is. Parker Bird. He became the first D1 baseball player to compete with a prosthetic leg. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, he he lost his le- he lost one of his, uh, his right leg in a boating accident um, a few years ago. So the fact that he was able to 
come back from that and play in a collegiate baseball game. D1 is amazing. Um, so good for him. Sick puppy move. Sick puppy can't move. Can't be, I mean, can't be doubted. Jimmy Graham, who's a third third time on the sick puppy list, he uh, will try to row across the Arctic Ocean for 15 days. He's part of a, a four-member group that is pursuing a world record by rowing 1,000 miles inside the Arctic Ocean. Like, why? That's why like, I just don't understand. Why are you doing that? To break a world record. It's so cold. Like, I can't even stand outside right now, and it's 29 degrees. I'm literally like, ooh, it's so you know cold. What, I ca- what? Submersible. It is giving submersible. Like, wh- like this guy's literally trying to die. He's flying himself everywhere. Like, he's, like, delusional on the freaking roads. Like, now he's in the Arctic Circle. Like, who even goes to Arctic Circle besides, like, penguins and Santa? Matt Martin. Not Matt Martin. What the hell is his name? Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. I'm, like, all over the place with all these boys' names. I just, I literally don't get it. I just, would you ever do this? this no, just seems but that's awful. why he's a sick puppy. Yeah, it just seems like something I wouldn't, I would like, how do you even, where is the sign-up sheet for that? Like, how do you yeah, even know to sign group? up? Where's the right. Facebook group? And, like, what group are you in that they would even suggest something like that? Like, I wouldn't even know, like, if someone ever, I would literally be like, no fucking way that I, like, I, you know? Yeah. Who's offering I, this? I was trying to like. What company is putting this on? Yeah, I was trying to read more into this. Like, they, they're not allowed to sleep more than two hours at a time. They have to row at least 18 hours a day. Um, they had to, like, take certain breaks. It was like. It's, like, what are you eating? I don't know. I, they talk, got into, I, I couldn't follow. I was just like. Ice cubes? Like, very over. Literally it was eat? one of those things that when you're reading, it's, like, so overwhelming that it's, like. That you stop. You just stop. I have, like, a problem with reading lately. Like, I just can't do it. Like, I think I just need to, like. I, I don't, chill or something like that but like I just can't like I start reading I'm like my brain is going a thousand miles a minute I cannot read a damn thing not even page six articles I can't even get through those they're yeah. a paragraph right they're one paragraph reading is like one of the only things I feel like I can do right, right now oh really read dynasty book 100 percent book I've ever read yeah, congrats to you on reading, like, the legit Bible. I was thinking about that. I think that we should do a book report episode, like a mini episode on, like, the Dynasty book. I'm down to do that. All right. High five on it. Cool. Um, interesting cat, Mark Zuckerberg. He came out, he came out at UFC uh, uh, 298 this past Saturday with Alexander Volkanovsky. And boy, did he look awkward. I just, it, it's so cringe. Like, why is he doing that? He loves MMA. Yeah, and he just, like, he shows up in the back, like, like, hey. like He's, wh- like, popping around. But why? Like, is he, like, walk me out? Like, is it, like, a dad walking someone down the aisle? Like, I don't understand. Like, why do yeah, some so people walk out with similar, you? Similar, similar. So, like, yeah, similar. Like, you pick out, so the, you pick weird. the people that you want to be in your corner. Um, and they walk out with you and all that good stuff. And Wait, I'm, is that where the term in your corner comes from? Boxing? Boxing. Like you'll be in my ring, in my corner, whatever? Yeah, in my corner. Unbelievable. There's I mean, al- literally unbelievable. There was also an earlier fight where some guy, like... That's crazy. I never put that together. In my corner. Hmm. I like it. Good reference. Good reference. Uh, earlier earlier in the fights, too, there was uh, another fight that was going on, and some dude was choking out another dude, like facing Mark Zuckerberg, who was sitting, like, cage side, and he was like laughing with mark zuckerberg as he was choking this guy out and like it was crazy mark zuckerberg had the biggest smile on his face that guy is cooked cooked cooked, cooked. well 
there you go. Let's get into our things that you may have missed. Grazing puppy and interesting cat, Bubba. You did a fabu job. Thank you. Um, first thing, it's not on your list. I added it late. Uh, Caitlin Clark. Yes, I saw this. Scored a career high and program record 49 points to break Kelsey Plum's record for the most career points in women's NCAA history. Um, she's 99 points away from breaking the all-time record. Uh, for she'll literally get that in two games. Yep, she will. Um, so she'll be getting that in the next couple weeks. But nonetheless, she broke she broke the woman's record, which is awesome. That's crazy. That's a lot of points. Go 40. her. Go Caitlin Clark. Like, just coming out of here and just being the best. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes girls just are like that. They just come out here and they're the best. You and you meet people and you're like, you are the best. She is. Yeah, I look in the mirror every day. A hundred percent. Good one. Um, next, an angry fr- uh, fan addressed Brees Hall, running back for the New York Jets, at an airport, asking him for an autograph. Um, and Brees Hall is like looking so good in this video, like just like, dude, leave me alone. Like, it's a grown man. This guy's like in his forties, right? This right. like white bald guy coming up to Brees Hall is like a twenty-three year old NFL player, like. Just waiting for his baggage with his friends or like security guard and like this guy's like, can I have an auto- autograph? And Brees Hall was just like respectfully like no like, no like I'm just chilling, dude. Right. And the guy's like swearing at him, calling him all sorts of names. Who like like uh, call, that's crazy. Like basically ask, telling Brees like sma- slap me then slap me if you don't want to sign sign my autograph slap me. Brees Hall's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slap. You. I just don't want to sign that. Like shut up. That's weird. Um. So that was interesting. C.J. Stroud, quarterback for the Texans, we've talked a lot about. He was seen leaving a restaurant with Amber Rose. This is, like, so bizarre to me. I was, like, I, I was thinking, I'm, like, who the hell did she date again? You're, like, Wiz Khalifa. Like, yeah, like, what is Amber Rose out here doing with C.J. Stroud, like, the rookie quarterback? Like, I, I just don't get it. He was also sitting in the Kardashians' box during the Super Bowl. Who? C.J. Stroud. Stroud? Mm-hmm. This is just so random. Where where is he at, um at in um Houston? Like I just don't I don't understand like where the connections are made. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like how how does that happen? I th- Amber Rose is friends with the Kardashians? No. Oh oh they were seen leaving together. Got it. Got it. Got it. He was there. The, another, the next the, like another night. Got it. He's just the next big th- like he's the next big thing, and so like he's popping around now. Right. So it's interesting to see like who he's. Young ladies or older ladies that he's been hanging out with. I mean, tons at this point. Seriously. Um, we mentioned it, but the outdoor games this past week at MetLife. Uh, coolest part about it, besides the Rempe fight, was that uh, it's become one of my favorite things now with these outdoor games that the teams wear, like, uniforms that to, wa- to enter into the stadium. Yes, I love so, this. So, like, Philly, the Philadelphia Flyers, when they played Saturday against New Jersey, they all dressed up as Rocky. Uh, so they had, like, their boxing jumpsuits on with the towels around their neck. Like, Ready to fight, man, literally. Um, the the Devils, uh, they all wore Soprano jumpsuits. Which was in love. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so good. Like, I mean, way too good. I mean, they had the wife beaters on. They had, which I shouldn't even be you can't even say that anymore, yeah, can you? Can. you? Yeah, you can. Whatever, white, t- white tanks on with a little jump sweatsuit action, like, 
yes like you did it and did it well like great job boys like we love a theme we love a theme right and then the rangers came in wearing the nypd and fdny jerseys that they wear like that the fdny and nypd wear during their game that they play against one another so cute Mm -hmm. i love it like i just love the themes i love when the boys are like actually a team together like that's fun like obviously i love when they do like the when i do the breast dress stuff like when they show up looking swagged out but otherwise, like, dress as a team. Like, so cute. Right. Love it. Great. The Islanders didn't do anything because their general manager didn't let them. Um, Not they had, fun. They had to wear suit and ties. Um, Come on. Like, could you imagine literally the that? one team? How the boring. one team. Boring. Right. Boring. We love the Islanders because we love Hannah and George. Yes. Um, and we love the UBS arena. Yes. So. Yes. But let the boys have fun. Other than that, you keep the BS and let them play. Thank you. Um, Detroit is getting a ho- their own Hollywood sign. Yeah, the draft. Yeah, I guess like, the, the NFL what? draft's going to be at Detroit or something, and so like they're putting a Hollywood sign there for it. Oh, it's going to say Hollywood it's in gonna Detroit. Say, it's going to say Detroit, but it's a Hollywood esque sign. I kind of like this. I do. I don't know why, but like I. I don't hate it either. Why not? I why don't not? hate it, but there just has to be like max security around it. Do you know what I mean? Because I think like the Hollywood sign, like a lot of people get in trouble by like going near it and stuff like that. But I've seen the Hollywood sign. Have you? I've never been to LA. Oh my god, you're right. Seeing the Hollywood sign is so crazy. Like I've never I've been up to it, but like I've seen it from a distance, and it's like. This is so crazy. Like, there it is. It's a sign, but, like, there it is. It's iconic. It's iconic. Iconic. I love it. Um, Another thing was, this is just a hilarious story. So, Isaiah Stewart, who's a player um, for the Detroit Pistons, speaking of Detroit, was arrested before their game against the uh, Phoenix Suns uh, because he got in a fight and punched Drew Eubanks, who plays for the Suns, at the arena a few hours before the team uh, before the teams played in Phoenix. So like he literally got arrested and was in jail while the game was going on. <laughs> um, Wait, they're on opposite teams. Yeah. Why? Did, how? How did that even happen? Like got punched like either what? They're in the parking lot. I was. They were like no. They were like in the concourse before the game, like outside the locker rooms. I don't know. There has to be a deeper story behind it. I couldn't find anything to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, yeah, because who the hell is Isaiah Stewart and exactly. Drew Eubanks? Drew Eubanks I've heard of before, but uh, Isaiah Stewart I haven't, but that's just crazy. They're out here fighting. The man's in jail. Right. Like, dumb. Uh, another funky part of this is that, like, I don't think he received any discipline from the league or the team. Like, I feel like a lot of people just, like, go to jail that are in, like, the NFL, NHL, whatever. They, they, these guys, like, do not know how to handle their testosterone. They don't. They literally just fight everybody. They just yeah. fight. Yeah. Like, stop yeah just like don't do it right like it's just as simple as that like how often do you really hear of like a girl fight you don't just don't do it it's like the simplest thing just don't punch right keep your hands to yourself and if like you have a problem with it sit on your hands girls girls just will talk shit about it behind the other person's back for months on end oh okay and guys won't and guys won't Good, run your mouth right now. Run your mouth right now. I'll talk shit behind your t- back. We're running out of time. Yeah, yeah, sure. There's we're a time constraint. I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, anyways, things to watch. Uh, You're an idiot. <laughs> love is Blind. <laughs> yes, uh, Love is Blind. The rest episodes, what? I think probably seven and eight. Okay. Um, the Dynasty, episodes three and four, drop Thursday. Yes. And a fellow Combine is next week. What is that? Well, oh, yeah, that's when they that's train, the scouting right? scouting Combine, yeah. So uh, 
certain amount of rookies, well, incoming rookies that are, have entered the draft. Um, they get invited to Indianapolis and they go through a, a variety of drills, meet, like basically have job interviews with the teams. So Cute. A lot of things will happen. Um, very excited to see who the Patriots, like that's when you get to learn like who, who's your team meeting with, um, also where do they stack up in different drills amongst their competition. Um, so it's very interesting. I'm not sure how much we'll be watching that because we will be in Portugal. We'll be in Portugal. Um, spring training baseball starts this weekend. How crazy is that? That is kind of crazy. And F1 Drive to Survive, the new season, comes out on Friday. Which Wait, did the World Series happen? World Series happened back in November, my love, yes. Who won that again? Who won Astros, that? Astros, I believe. I was going to say the Astros. Astros. Was it back in November? Yeah. Wow, it feels like forever ago. I feel like it was probably like October. Starts in October, like ends like the oh, first week of November. Oh, maybe. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, yeah. it feels like literally ages ago. Okay. Yeah. It might have been October. I don't know. I'm Who on knows? baseball. Yeah. I feel like it was honestly before that. There's no way they're playing baseball in November. I'm pretty sure they do. Like beginning of November, like first week. All right, well, training season has begun. Yeah. Spring training. Mm-hmm. And there you have new it. song is released. Really? Yeah. Training season. Huh, no Funny. chances. And in the beginning of her music video, she does like voice um, mails, like a bunch of voicemails. Jack Harlow is one of the voicemails that he like leaves her. But you can't like recognize like what's going on. They're like all like calling her. It's really cute. I like it. Really? Yeah. What Fun. is he, what is he saying? It. You can't tell. Like it's like they're all like calling her, like saying stuff, like all these guys. But he's one of them. So love that for you, Dua. You keep doing you. But. Other than that, Nathan, thank you so much. Like, what a great episode. Just doing, you know, some, um, what is it called? Like, housekeeping. housekeeping. We will not be having an episode next week because we will be in Portugal, the home country for your 30th birthday. So we will be partying it up. You know, we're going to be doing it, doing the most over in Europe, overseas, across the pond. I I was thinking, I haven't talked about we're, we're going on the fly here. I haven't talked to you about this. I was thinking about possibly, like, having a conversation with, like, uh, another Patriots fan. Maybe, like, Lucas or something about the dynasty. And maybe posting that next Tuesday. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm, like, saying like, we'll maybe see. a we'll book see. report. We'll maybe we'll something see. like that. Yeah. It just because, like, don't know when you think this is going to happen. But, sure. Right, I mean, right. I would we love, have to do it no time. I would literally love to do that. But don't want to know when you think that's Don't expect happen. it next week. Yeah. But be on the lookout. If, yeah, yeah. Casual, our typical us. Don't expect it, but be on the lookout. (laughs) So thank you so much for always explaining everything to me, for being the best co-host a gal like me could ask for. And thank you everybody for listening. Again, like you are just truly amazing that you've even made it this far. We love that, like talking to you about the episodes. Please don't forget to go to the doubledosepodcast.com, double D-O-U-B-L-E, Dose D-O-S, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com to purchase our Drama of Sports Club hat that are still available for purchase. The Drama of Sports Club hat that will literally get you looking as fly as a motherfucker. So thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your night. And Nate, I'll see you in the bathroom. Sounds good. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of your favorite sports drama podcast, The Double Dose, The Drama of Sports. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast wherever you watch and listen and give us a follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Double Dose Pod. Thank you.